Wake up. Wake up. Get up. Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're feeling well. I hope you're ready to get out there and get shit done. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the Vildiata Podcast, man. And uh, today, of course, we're going to talk about several things, but uh, I was sent a topic and I was asked, what does DeVille think about the Stefan Clark bill? So I'm going to tell you about that, what DeVille thinks. Relax, relax. We're going to get into it. But first, before I do that, I want to talk to you a little bit about, about these damn dogs, man. What the hell is going on with people in these dogs? I've been running across some wild dog stuff on, on social media. Got a kind of funny dog story myself. Um, my girlfriend's dog, Mr. Weenie. That's his name. Mr. Weenie. No jokes intended. Uh, miniature Dotson. You know, uh, he hurt his ear. Wild thing about it is nobody knows how the hell he hurt his ear. Because he's the inside dog. He's not a dog that runs around outside a lot, but he, he does go outside. But he's not a dog like the, a type of dog that just like spends an overly, overly uh, uh, absurd amount of time outside. And when he hurt his ear, he was apparently in the house. But either way, he hurt his ear, went to the vet. So it was the wildest thing I've seen because they taped his ear to his head. They took his ear. If you know a Dotson. A weenie dog. They have these long, like, floppy ears. They grab the ear. They pull the ear across from the right side to the left side of his head. And they tape that joint up and put one of them cones on him. So he's been running around all weekend looking goofy as hell, scratching at that cone and trying to get that cone off. Of course he can't. And then, um, you know, it's been aggravating the hell out of him. So uh, yesterday, they, uh, my girlfriend decided she's going to take the cone off. Not the cone, the tape. The uh, the veterinarian told him she could take the tape off, I think, Sunday or Monday. So Monday, yesterday, she decides she's going to take the tape off. Takes the tape off, and the ear's still bleeding. That's kind of concerning because I don't know I don't know dog anatomy that well, but I would assume that after two, three days that the, the, it should have healed. Maybe when she pulled the tape off, you know, that could have opened the wound or something. I don't know. But he was like, he, he was still like licking the hell out of that, uh, he was licking the hell out of that cone. So she had to tape him back up. But to the topic at hand, I was talking about these weird ass dog videos. I literally, I, I literally saw a video of a dog walking a woman. That's right. No bullshit. Dog was walking a woman. Dog's on two legs. He's on his hind legs. Has the leash. I, I don't know if they have it wrapped around his hand or whatever. And then this lady, she has the uh, a collar around her neck connected to this leash. And she's on all fours walking and the dog's just walking her ass. And I'm like, who who has the type of time on their hands to teach a dog to walk them? I wonder if that's confusing for the dog. I wonder if the dog ever, like, just gets up and runs over and grabs the leash and goes over. And she's like, oh, you ready for some walkies, Mr. Mr. Whatever the freaking doll's name is. And the doll's thinking to herself, no, I was thinking, looking at you and thinking, hey, you needed to get a little walk in. I thought I'd run you around the block. You look like you're getting a little pudgy, a little soft around the middle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn, is that confusing to the dog? 
dogs used to getting walked. Now the dogs walking you. Now the dogs, the owner, dogs take control and rolls up and says, "Hey, we're gonna. I'm gonna take you for a walk today." The second video I was uh, saw was disturbing though. This was a video I saw it on Twitter. This is a video of a baby, like a toddler, probably two, three years old, and the, the baby's on the floor, laying on his stomach, playing with toys, and the dogs behind him licking his ass. Like the dog, I don't know if it was a male or female child, but the dog sitting, the, the baby's on the floor, the baby's bottomless, and the dog's licking the baby's butt. Now, I'm trying to figure out who the hell is recording that. Who would sit back and, and watch a dog lick their baby's butt? It's something definitely wrong with this person. It's something that just can't be clicking in that person's head. But the, the, the person who posted it, it wasn't their video. I guess it was a retweet. And um, they were saying, uh, you know, try, making a joke out of it is, this is how I'm trying to be with somebody's daughter this weekend. <laughs> but the comment section was very, very unforgiving, man. They were slamming not only the dude for uh, posting the pic, but they were slamming the um, the young lady or whoever it was that originally made the video and posted it. They were giving him hell. And I even come, I was like, damn, man, this is like, this like child porn bestiality and some more shit like who that's just it is there has to be limits in each anything and everything that you do there has to be a point to where you uh that you get to that it's just like okay this needs to stop and i feel like at the point where your dog is licking your baby's butt cheeks not even the butt cheeks i mean they were he was up in there he was up in there good you know once it gets to that point it's like you didn't even stop it. Why? <laughs> who thinks that's okay? Does, who 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 thinks that's okay? I don't get it. The the sixth sense of humor that some people have, and the fact that people are out here doing things strictly for the recognition, because that's literally the only reason why you would sit back and watch that happen. For a period of time that you watch, my immediate reaction, if I saw a dog licking on my child's rear end or their genitals, would be to get the dog away from my kid. Because this is nasty, you know, whatever type of diseases or infections that, the, like, that that could cause. And then on top of that, what if the dog decides that, you know, this is kind of tasty and I'm going to take a bite? It may sound like a joke, but it's not really a joke. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't get people, in, and some things get to a point or go to a level where I have no desire to get them to, and this is, a, this is one of those things, man. I got no desire to understand what the thinking behind that was, man. I just know that's some wild shit to, uh, that's some wild shit to record and put on, a, uh, on Twitter. Dog looking at your kid's butt. So. Let's move right along to the uh, Stephen Clark case uh, or the Stephen Clark bill. So for those of you that are unfamiliar, Stephen Clark was a young man who was shot uh, by police officers while in his grandmother's backyard. The police officers were responding to a 911 call that someone was breaking car windows or breaking into cars in this particular neighborhood. And... Uh, they, uh, a neighbor or someone directed the police around to the back of the back of a house 
which was um, Mr. Clark's grandmother's house, and he was in the backyard. So you know, they 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 approach him. They ask him to show him hands, show his hands. They see his hands, and they um, one of the officers in the video. You can hear him uh, saying "gun," and they fire a total of twenty shots. Don't know how many exactly hit Mr. Clark, but he was he was shot and died uh, from that. And uh, it was actually a cell phone was the object that was in Mr. Clark's hand uh, when he was shot down. So, you know, of course, uh, in the climate that we're in today, it caused a whole lot of outrage. It was a whole lot of public outcry for this incident, um, for him being to uh, shot down over the cell phone in his hand. Now, from my knowledge, it was, never, it was never confirmed whether or not he was actually the one responsible for the break-ins or not. But um, he was approaching his grandmother's backyard, and they mistake mistook his cell phone for a gun. So, California has stepped in and um, issued a bill to pass the bill, to have a bill out called the Stephen Clark Bill. And um, I'm going to explain that to you in a little bit more detail uh, in a second, right after I take this break. All right, so let's talk a little bit about this bill. The bill, AB392, which has been dubbed the Stephen Clark Bill. Of course, it's been called the Stephen Clark Bill to uh, honor uh, Mr. Clark, who was unarmed when he was shot by uh, police officers. Now, the, the, the thing that is important about this bill are the key terms that is used in the legislation to, that dictates when officers are allowed to apply lethal force. Now, see, at the current moment, um, the legislation that, was, uh, that, that is available is... It's, it, it says that, like, reasonable force is justified if a reasonable officer would have acted similarly in that situation. So that's basically saying, you know, what your average, everyday, clear-headed, clear-minded officer, how they would react to the situation is what would justify the need for the use of lethal force. Now, that's disturbing because, you know, reasonable the, uh, a reasonable officer, that terminology, like how do we clearly, how do we clearly measure what or who a reasonable officer is? You see what I'm saying? Because in after sight, a lot of times you'll be able to get people to say, well, I probably would have did the same thing. Or I would have did the same thing, no doubt. Especially, you know, when you're dealing with a, a situation where, let's say, it's a, it's an officer that you know. It's an officer that you knew or whatever. And, you know, they're asking you how you feel about it. What do you think about it? What he did. And it's like, yeah, I probably would have did the same thing. You know, I couldn't. And not to take anything away from uh, police officers, because they definitely have a dangerous job, and you have to make a split-second decision in a lot of these situations. Well, not even a lot of these situations. In these situations, 
so there, there, there comes a point where you have to make a decision of, you know, what do I do next? And making the wrong decision or acting too slowly could be put you in a situation where your life is now in danger. So I get that. But it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to measure what a reasonable officer would do in a situation when the situation has already happened. You get what I'm saying? So the key terms that are used in this legislation that makes it different from the current legislation is the words necessary and reasonable. Necessary and reasonable. An officer is justified in using lethal force in a situation where it is deemed necessary and reasonable. You see what I'm saying? Not just we're just going to say, hey, what would so-and-so do if they were in this spot? It, 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 the situation will have to be looked at and it will have to be uh, determined whether or not it was necessary to use lethal force and was the amount of force or the type of force used, I'm assuming, reasonable. You get what I'm saying? So it's not just like, uh, I fear for my life. It's so, so now we will have to dig into deeper what what happened that made you put you in fear for your life what were the actions uh what were the movement what were the signals what were you looking at what were you seeing these are the things that pop into my head when somebody would be trying to justify it being necessary and reasonable because see necessary necessary is a very powerful word uh it's like when people talk about the difference between needs and wants necessary when something is necessary that means you have no other choice you know what i mean now i know you yeah, relax i know the feel the feel you always have a choice relax i got it you do always have a choice but necessary means that it's to the point where if i don't do this i'll probably die or get injured Somebody else will probably die or get injured. That's how I view necessary, that terminology. Was it necessary to do this? Could you have used a taser? Could you have uh, used your baton? You know, all types of different things. Because, you know, there's been incidents where people have been wielding knives and been shot. We've had multiple incidents where people have not had weapons at all, just like Mr. Clark, didn't have a weapon, had a cell phone. Cell phone. They thought it was a, a weapon, though. But when they said, when they use the term like necessary, to me that would mean that even if, let's say, they some somebody did have a weapon, that does not necessarily make it necessary to shoot that man. Where was the gun? Was it in his hand? Was it in his pocket? Was it on his waist? Was it laying on the seat? Did he have it in his hand? Did he point it at you? Was he waving around? Where was the gun? Now, I'm not saying this is how the court system will look at it. I'm saying this is how DeVille looks at it. If I'm going to try to deem if it was necessary for you to shoot this person. Because this is something that we have to think about as private citizens out here, too. Um, you know, where everywhere, I'm not going to say everyone because that'll get people riled up, but where, you know, people, there are a lot of people out here who are advocates of their Second Amendment rights 
And I don't feel the need to take away nobody's ability to protect themselves. You know, you know, I'm a gun owner myself. So me as a gun owner, right, if someone's breaking in my house or if somebody's trying to rob me or somebody's trying to uh, uh, come at me and attack me, I, as a private citizen, have to figure out at this, in the same drop of a dime, is it necessary and reasonable for me to shoot this person or even though they were committing a crime, breaking in my house, if it was not deemed necessary, I can end up in jail. You see what I'm saying? Now, I know. Relax, relax. I know. There are a lot of people that have shot a lot of people and got away with it. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about this legislation and the terminology used in this legislation that is supposed to be for the protection of the citizens. You know, so understand what I'm saying? Necessary and reasonable are the key terms you know what i mean we could use that in our regular everyday life too you know what that sounds like that sounds like a discipline relax i'm gonna give it to you it's gonna come times in your life where you're gonna have to realize you're gonna have to figure out you're gonna have to come to the conclusion is something necessary and is it reasonable i had a conversation with Dennis Solomon the other day. Matter of fact, tomorrow, 7 a.m., my conversation with him will be up on Thoughts by the Field Diet Podcast. There comes going to come times when you're dealing with people, whether it's at work, whether it's at the gym, whether it's in the street, whether it's at home with the wife and the kids, where you're going to have an opportunity to react to something or you're going to have an opportunity to say something before you get to running off at the mouth, before you get to pop and fly, before you get to shaking your head and snapping your fingers or whatever, you know, that little hand that everybody that people do when that hand kind of curves, get that little hook in it. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Before you get ready, these next words, that hand position that lets everybody in the room know that these next words are lethal. Before you screw those words, before you quit that job, before you tell off your manager, before you go off on the kids, before you go off on the wife, take a second to think to yourself, is what I'm about to say, is what I'm about to do, is this point where I'm getting ready to take it, is it necessary and is it reasonable? Make sure that it is both. In other words, what I'm telling you is in all actions and all aspects of your life, before you make your next move, Make sure it's worth it. Make sure it is necessary. Make sure that it is reasonable. You'll have a lot less regrets out there. Take this information, use it however you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Thank y'all for tuning in. Each and every last one of y'all, I appreciate you. All of you that take time out to listen to Thoughts by DeVille, D.I., um, you're wonderful, wonderful, beautiful people, and I hope that you keep on coming back and enjoy the show as we keep growing. Like I say, all I'm going to do is keep coming with this content that you guys seem to love and enjoy and keep coming with these interviews, man. I've got, I got some stuff lined up, man. Just bear with me, and I'm out of here. Peace.